Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Good day, sir. Uh, I said good, good day. day. Good day. Good, 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 good day. It is a WTF Wednesday. It's always a good day. We get to have some uh, some laughs and some outrage. All right, we get we get to uh, get all the you, you 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 no, you can't believe me uh, out of the way. You are you saying that we're addicted to outrage? No, like no, no, outrage. no. It is okay. the once a week, you know, time frame where we can get all of the outrage, all of the what the fire truck did I just see out of the way. Yes, that's right, folks. It is a WTF Wednesday here on Critical Thinking. Do not forget, you can follow us on social media, and uh, you can follow and find where to follow us on social media by watching us on our Rumble page, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Again, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Of course, thank you to each and every one of you who listen via podcast as well. In a big hearty thank you to those of you who are participating in reviving liberty my little baby of a of a show a manifesto if you will to liberty and uh, we've taken a few steps on the path towards reviving liberty for yourself and for this country uh, we have talked about um, not just what revival and liberty actually mean but we have talked about rooting ourselves in god we have talked about the second step. What are our principles or what should they be? Let's have that discussion. Hit me up. I'm at the Coppin Show. He's at the Pat Oni Show. You know all that wonderful goodness on the social media front. Now, before we get into the the um, insanity of WTF Wednesday, and of course the B or not the B coming before that, um, I, had, I just have a very, very simple question for you, Pat. What's that? Is starvation bad? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you'd be asking that, but yeah, would be um, not having fuel or power be bad? 
in an unci- in a, in a civilized society, yes, yes, that would be very, very bad. So what you're telling me is that um, you're a fan of Old Spice, like the deodorant. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that's generally what I use, but okay. Well, don't you remember back in the day that was their commercial? Anything else would be uncivilized. No, I actually don't remember that commercial. You youngins. You just dated yourself, I think. I mean, if it weren't for the gray in the beard pad, I'm pretty sure that did. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 dated you. I mean, I would date me. Um uh, n- no, no. That's not possible. Uh well well we'll get to that in the WTF because there are a lot of things that are possible in the WTF segment. Okay. <laughs> All right. So well, let's hold off on that thought. But uh to the thought that I was bringing to the table here. Yeah. Um I don't know if you've been paying attention in the audience. I don't know if you've been able to listen because uh frankly we have our own economic problems here in America to to deal with and and uh-huh. to delve into. Yeah. Um but there's a massive issue going on on the island nation, 22 million people strong, of Sri Lanka. Okay. <clears throat> They've been without food, fuel, power for the vast majority of the last few months. Is that bad, Pat? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty bad. Mm. Didn't. Didn't they just tell the uh, World Economic Forum that they were going to be, like, super rich by, like, what, 2025? (laughs) It's funny you should mention that because um, they did write a piece in the World Economic Forum and present at a conference in 2018 um, where Prime Minister Ranel Wickremesegi, because apparently I'm Jill Biden and I can't talk. Uh, but their prime minister laid out a vision to, quote, strategically position Sri Lanka as the hub of the Indian Ocean. Because if you know anything about Sri Lanka, it is the island nation that literally sits in the, right on the the southern edge of, of India, right? Right. It literally is in that cradle of the Indian Ocean. So you kind of have to go past it um, if you're going to do any sort of shipping or do anything in the Indian Ocean. So... It is strategically an important uh, place, right? Mm, I mean, sure, I guess. Also, how many island nations do you know have 22 million or more people in it other than Japan? Um, I mean, isn't Australia technically an island nation? It's also a continent. Yeah. In Australia, I think there's only 30 million. It's not as large as you think it is. I, I I didn't say it was large. What about New Zealand? That's a really small nation. It may be 3 million, somewhere okay. in that region. Somewhere in that region. But mm-hmm. clearly they had a vision of strategically positioning Sri Lanka as the hub of the Indian Ocean, right? And the article says that this is how I will make my country rich by 2025. Now, I know that you have not had time to study this, Pat, because I asked you about this off air, but... Pray tell, could you guess what strategy, what strategery, strategery were they going to be using? 
What what things were they going to do to make their country rich by 2025? Um, I'm just going to go on a limb and say some sort of combination of like stakeholder capitalism, socialism, communism, and uh, modern monetary theory. You hit the nail on the head with two of them. Damn. Stakeholder capitalism and modern monetary theory. And the third one, climate change, Pat. Come Climate change. That's right. Climate change. They believe in that crap over Mm -hmm. there? Wick Remesegi uh, cited the WTF, or WTF, WEF. I mean, that was not Freudian. That was just exactly correct. The WEF as an organization that will help him to achieve the goals. You see... Um, when he spoke in 2018 in Hanoi, Vietnam, <clears throat> that's not ironic. Uh, but um, you see, the the World Economic Forum on Asian um, provides me with the opportunity to showcase the landmark changes in Sri Lanka and our growing economic interconnection with the Asian region and beyond. It will build upon the foundations of the historical and cultural ties that have existed for many centuries and which bind our people irrevocably. Well, the president, Gataboya Rajaspakska, also promised in 2019 to <clears throat> transition the country's farmers to organic agriculture over the next 10 years. Pat, how long did it take him for, um, for this transition to happen? Just, just a guess. Not ten years, I'll give you that. Uh, I mean, so let's see. We're we're in twenty twenty two. I'm gonna I'm gonna say three years. Well, <clears throat> April of twenty twenty one. So less so than years? eighteen months later, after declaring <laughs> that they're going to transition the country's farmers over the course of ten years, um, he imposed a nationwide ban on fertilizers and pesticides, making the country's two million. Farmers go completely organic, quote unquote. Now, here's the rub of organic farming. Organic farming doesn't say you shouldn't be using fertilizers. Yeah. (laughs) Organic farming says you shouldn't be using inorganic fertilization and pesticides, right? Now, I will say this. I have my druthers with pesticides and some of the things that have gone on over the years, but in some cases, they are healthy. They do serve a purpose, okay? I'm not saying all of them are bad. What I am saying is the pesticides of 30 years ago are terrible, horrible, awful. Not so much anymore. I know plenty of people who are farmers, and they will speak to pesticides and and the need to keep crops healthy. Otherwise, the seeds... Otherwise, the future, otherwise, all of these other things are at stake. But in less than a year following that uh, April 2021, well, just over a year. Okay, we'll give it 14 months, maybe 15 months. Um, That same president got a boya. Rajas Pakska fled the country on Tuesday. Um, 
amidst um, um, food shortages, a collapsing currency, um, massive record inflation, um, power outages, fuel shortages. Um, Mr. Padoni. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is that a problem? I, I'm just curious about two things, really. Mm-hmm. One, how is it exactly, again, that they are defining wealth? Two, how is there not a coup happening right now? Funny you should mention that. There's a reason in which he has fled the country, Pat. Because the uh, people... <clears throat> stormed the presidential palace, took over the prime minister uh, quarters in protest this past weekend. And by the way, some of the pictures are absolutely hilarious. They're literally sitting there living high on the hog, right? Um, while their people are starving and all these things. And the people that get into the palace... I have taken some amazing pictures of them, you know, in the life of opulence, showcasing exactly what the problem is, right? Right. And by the way, the prime minister resigned last week. I'm I'm guessing he's never coming back to Sri Lanka. That would be my guess. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Where where exactly did he flee to, just out of curiosity? Nobody knows. An Nobody undisclosed knows. location, I guess, is India. That, that would make the most sense, yeah. To ensure the continuation of the government, including the safety of all citizens, I accept the best recommendation of the party leaders today to make way for an all-party government. To, to facilitate this, I will resign as prime minister, dated July 9th. Now, the president fleeing the country on a Navy ship, by the way. Now... <clears throat> Sri Lanka had a near perfect ESG, the Environmental Social Governance Score, according to the WEF, at 98. They were perfect. This is a country. This is the WTF model and the WEF's model. I want you to think about that. This is their model of how society should be shaped in the future. So wait, so so let me let me let me get this straight. The the model of the World Economic Forum ends up in the Great Reset, yes. Mm -hmm. Poverty, food shortages, starvation, currency collapse, and basically a coup d'etat of a country Th that that's the model that's correct <laughs> Methinks Mike, that michael schellenberger have... pointed this out mm. um quote a food energy and financial crisis have brought down sri lanka's uh sri lanka's government but the underlying cause is the fact that in that the nation's political leaders had fallen under the spell of green elites peddling ESG and banning modern fertilizers. Again, we're not talking about the fertilizers and the pesticides of 30, 40 years ago. We're talking about modern fertilization. Now, to tie this into a nice little bow, Pat, 
Do you know what's going on in Europe right now? Um, specifically what in Europe? Well, in the Netherlands. Uh-huh. There are two things I hate in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures. And the Dutch. But I digress. The Dutch. Farmers. Have stormed. Have surrounded. Have gone on massive strike and protest over. <clears throat> wait for this. The banning of modern Fertilizers and pesticides. Now, if you know anything about the Netherlands, Pat. Yeah. Outside of the United States, it is the number two exporter of agricultural goods in the world. Uh Uh-huh. Sri Lanka had this problem. It collapsed their entire country. Because it turns out when you can't sustainably, and I don't use that term the way that the ESG people use that term. What I mean by sustainably farm is <clears throat> be able to predictably produce a, 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 a good, right? Right. That's sustainability. To be able to sustain your farming, to be able to know that I'm going to be able to produce X amount of crops on a predictable basis. When you lose that, all sorts of bad things happen because it turns out that while we have become a massive consumer society here in America, the root of all of our success is agricultural in nature. Yeah. They're still the world's farm. Though, I mean, one could make the argument that the uh, Netherlands is a more, um, how should I say, stable country than Sri Lanka. Um, You would think that, right? You would think that, at least. So then why would the millions upon millions of farmers literally get in their tractors and surround their government, right? Well, remember Canada, Pat. Canada, they're one of the most advanced Western civilizations we have, right? <clears throat> the, the, the truckers, right? Yeah. Okay. I want you to think about that for a second, Pat. Think about all of these things happening. Around the world, these things are happening. And and our government is going down this path. This is our future if we don't wake the bleep up. Because you damn well know that the people that are in charge of the EPA, you damn well know the people in charge of the Department of Agriculture, you damn well know the people inside the, the Biden White House, the people actually in charge, the people actually making decisions. Want this for our future. We are watching our future in front of us. Why is organic farming so expensive, Pat? Why when you go to the the grocery stores, it's so expensive? Because it is so unpredictable that when you produce a limited amount of goods, 
it raises the price of said good. Organic farming is hard, super hard. And if people can't feed themselves, and it's not like we don't have any sort of precedent for this in the United States. Oh, wait, wait. Has, hmm. We still have a baby formula shortage in this country. We can't even figure out how to <clears throat> produce an inorganic version of organic. You know, breast milk? We can't even we can't even do that. We can't even stock the shelves that way. But hey, let's go ahead and, and talk about banning pesticides and, and banning fertilizers, modern fertilizing. It's anti-science, it's anti-competitive, and it will kill this country if we don't pay attention to it. That's my point in all of this. You're seeing it in Sri Lanka. You saw an absolute, utter collapse. You've seen what happens when you collapse a society that is oil-rich, <clears throat> Venezuela. We have seen what you do when you decide to go down the World Economic Forum Great Reset Socialist bullshit all over the globe. We are watching the Dutch farmers literally spread manure, spread fertilizer, all over government buildings in The Hague. All over the place. In major cities like uh, Rotterdam and Amsterdam. You have pushed these people so far and you are still burying your head so far up the WTF, WEF's ass. It is almost as if this is all intentional, Pat. It's almost as if this is all on purpose. Um, it's almost hey. as if we, we, we have an entire generation that has told us for 20 years their goal is to collapse and rebuild. Isn't, isn't that what Klaus Schwab has more or less said? Absolutely. Because it will be about the liberal world order. And that's not me saying that. That is Joe Biden's own mouthpieces. Now, before we get into the heart of WTF Wednesday, how about... We play a little bit of the B or not the B. Are you ready? Oh, I'm very ready. How would you lay that headline on me at least one time? Alrighty. The most shocking revelations from Hunter Biden's laptop. The most shocking revelations from Hunter Biden's laptop. Is we this the B? I don't even need you to set this up. This is going to be the Babylon B. Are you sure? Because it'll be the 10, 12, 13, 7 most shocking revelations from Hunter Biden's laptop. <clears throat> we don't even need to get into um, the the best part of the things that are in my cup being American Pride Roasters. Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. This is the Babylon Bee. Why, why do you have to ruin everything? Final answer. Because you just lobbed the biggest softball humanly possible. Yeah, well, I, I changed it from 12 to the to kind of throw you off a bit. But you no, know, you, no, yeah. no. 
fine. It's the Babylon B. Easy money. Uh, the entire contents of Hunter Biden's laptop, iPhone, and iPad have been leaked to the public. How embarrassing. The Babylon B team spent all night scrolling through the 4chan threads last night, and we checked into therapy this morning. Here are the 12 most shocking, humiliating revelations from Hunter Biden's laptop. One. His desktop was covered with 200 icons. And his recycling bin has never been emptied. Gross. Two, his default search engine was set to Bing. The smartest man, Joe Biden knows, it would not appear. Uh, three, the email app had over 1,038,202 unread emails. The mark of a psychopath. Four. He's watched Netflix's cuties over 1,200 times. Perfectly normal behavior, nothing to see here. Five, the hard drive contained multiple copies of Shrek the Third. This just got worse and worse. Um, six, he never finished installing Covenant Eyes Internet Filter. He could have avoided all this trouble. Seven. He had 5,276 browser tabs still open. They were all porn. Eight, the Candy Crush app only shows him at level six, but he's completed Barbie's magic hairstyle several times and unlocked all the achievements. Nine, he paid over 19 years of Norton and never turned it on. Thankfully, that bill was paid for by a Chinese firm who also ensured it was never turned on. 10. He's always replied all on emails and always remembered to CC the big guy. 11. GPS shows he spends several dozen hours at Chuck E. Cheese per week. Nothing sp suspicious on about that. Um, By the way, those 12, that reply all on every single um, email... Yeah. You're an asshole. Yeah. Uh, 12. The FBI is probably at his door right now uh, to arrest him for drug dealing and underage sex trafficking. Oh, they aren't? Huh. Maybe they just, they're just really busy today. And and, and there you have it. They're, they're, they're your 12 things. And yes, I agree with you. The uh, Those that reply to uh, all on emails mm -hmm. you're a jerk you're an ass um learn to hit the reply button only hit reply all when it is absolutely necessary yeah you know the the sad part of all of this is honestly how the hell is hunter biden not in jail i mean he literally has taped his crimes literally taped them yep what, what the hell if this were you or i or anybody else that just decided to you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to video every uh, interaction of me weighing out crack and uh, having um, fun with hookers. Whoa, man. We wouldn't just be in jail. We'd be in like some sort of like white collar max security prison. On that note, Pat, uh, <clears throat> it is time for WTF Wednesday. <laughs> 
All right, so nothing is more WTF than this news that just broke um, as we are recording this show. <clears throat> Inflation has set a new high. You ready? 9.1%. I was going to say, it's, it's, it's going to be over 9%, isn't it? Damn yeah, it. New high of 9.1%. The Consumer Price Index rose 9.1% between June of 2021 and June of 2022, meaning that inflation once again surpassed record highs. The most recent year-over-year inflation figure exceeded the Dow Jones estimate of 8.8%. The price of food has increased 10.4%, price of energy 41.6%, and the price of new vehicles has increased 11.4% according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Enormous deficit spending of $2.5 trillion just in fiscal year 2021 and the first eight months of fiscal year 2022 has meant more money chasing goods, Heritage Foundation research fellow Peter St. Ange told the Daily Wire. That federal spending competes with households driving up prices by bidding away resources for government projects. Earlier this week, the Biden administration braced for the dismal inflation news, but argued that the June price data is somewhat outdated due to the possible easing of inflationary pressures, especially through lower gas prices. Now, the price at the pump has declined over the past week. It's about $4.63 on average, but here in Chicago, it's still well over $5 a gallon. And oh, by the way, when uh, Joe Biden was first inaugurated on Inauguration Day, the average price of a gallon of gas was $2 a gallon cheaper. We're talking about $20, $30 a gallon different, or not $20, $30 uh, a gallon, but $20 or $30 per fill-up difference. Yeah. And how many times are you filling up, right? If you have to go into work every single day, right? You're filling up, what, every week at least? Ish. I mean, depending on what your commute is. Right, exactly. So you're filling up yeah. every week. Now, times that by 52, right? You're saving yourself thousands of dollars. Uh, oh, wait, we're not actually saving. We're, we're, we're spending thousands of dollars more than we were prior to you being president. Now, I also hate the, well, you know, because he's president. No, 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 no. The economy is the economy regardless of the president. And I have said this many, many times. The only thing that they, as a president or as an administration, or as politicians have control over, is the monetary supply. And that is the issue at hand here. We let this go for a way, 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 way too long period of time, because we decided that the monetary policy of the Fed was going to be what? Well, during the pandemic, you couldn't possibly raise interest rates, even though we knew that inflation was coming. So rather than just letting it take its natural course, they artificially kept things low. And now we're seeing the the fruits of that labor, right? We're seeing all those things happening. This is not good on any way, shape, or form. No. Not good at all. But hey, you know, while while that is burning, right? While while our world is burning, Dr. Jill Biden has weighed herself right in to the political pool. Oh now, boy. Now I'm I'm used to first ladies giving speeches and and doing all those things, right? But usually they're puff pieces. Usually they're they're things about uh, charity or you know whatever. Nope, she just straight up was doing what Joe Biden or Kamala Harris should have been doing, 
speaking to some sort of uh, progressive <clears throat> Latinx, as if that is a damn thing that actually is a thing, conference this week. And uh, we're going to start WTF Wednesday with this, Pat. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, <laughs> is your strength. C.C. Podway. Breakfast tacos. Bogodas. Blossoms. Alliteration. What the hell is she talking about? My, my only question here, Pat, is how in the hell did we get to the point in which that was a thing that was ever put in front of her to speak? Because if I know one thing and one thing only about how these types of things go down, because I do, because again, we've actually had a guest on, on this program who knows this very intimately, having worked on Capitol Hill and done some speech writing and things like that, um, close personal friend of mine, um, this had to have gone through at least one, two, or three different people before it even got approved, Okay. The first person yeah. would be the speechwriter. The second person would be her chief of staff. And then thirdly, somebody inside the uh, the White House. Okay. This went through three people. This is the dumbest administration in American history. This isn't even close. You can say all you want about how Woodrow Wilson sucks. You can say all you, uh, all you want about FDR. You can say all you want about a bunch of other... Um, presidents in our past i'd even throw obama in there but yeah none of them are this dumb um bogota they, they, they gave that speech to one of two people for approval they either gave it to kamala or worse they gave it to joe there's no way they saw either one of those two saw that speech pat no way i'm, I'm kidding but it's yeah, it's just it's 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 crazy. It's it's stupid it's insulting. and it's insane. Now, yeah. I do enjoy the response from this, right? All the oh, <clears throat> GOP Latino and Latina uh individuals out there posting themselves eating breakfast tacos or more importantly Marco Rubio just changing his Twitter um picture to a hard shell taco. <laughs> now i said to my wife last night it would have been even more funny if he if he changed his uh twitter profile picture to a cubano sandwich <laughs> that's what i would have done to troll the crap out of that but i mean i, I, I want you to just seriously think about this for a second pat mm -hmm. this is they had to have known her history of issues with the um Spanish language, right? After she decided to say CC Podway at an event a few years ago <clears throat> while on the campaign trail because she is so authentically in touch with her um, folks of the Latin persuasion, right? 
of the Latino and Latina population. She's so in touch that she knows the word Cici Podway. Now, that, that is not a word, not even in the parlance of Star Wars. Okay. Was she trying to say Padme? Uh, you know what? It's probably from the Star Trek universe somewhere. Uh, paging Ron Phillips. Paging Ron Phillips. No. Um, <laughs> but but you see my point, right? <clears throat> so you put yeah. the word bodega. You put the word bodega in there knowing she is going to absolutely butcher it. It is almost as if they are intentionally doing this to set them up to fail. Or they're the dumbest people to have ever written speeches for anybody associated with the presidency of the United States of America. Now, I, you see what they were trying to do, right? Bodegas, blossoms, breakfast tacos, alliteration, right? Give her the easy way out. We're going to go with alliteration for our speech, I right? St- a a tried and true how, technique in speech writing. I still don't understand how breakfast tacos fit in here, though. Well, apparently San Antonio is actually famous for the breakfast taco, but um, but that's neither here oh, nor there. Still. Like, great. You know what? We, my wife and I eat breakfast tacos all the time. I, I But what the? It's just insulting. This is absolutely racist. If, 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 she wasn't doing this as a comedian either, by the way, right? Right. You know, it's one thing if Ralphie Mae's getting up on stage, rest in peace, and, um, you know, making fun of every race on the planet, right? It's one thing if this is a comedian getting up there and talking about the insanity of the, the, the breakfast taco culture of San Antonio, right? That's not what she was doing. The diversity it, 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 of your community. Tacos. It, is it bad that I that I I'm craving a breakfast taco right now? I'm craving a breakfast burrito, but um, but yes. Yeah, okay. Because diversity, Pat. Right. Right, right. Tacos and burritos. Taco yeah. Taco I mean, Bell. I, I would go with either, but yeah. What Taco Bell what? Which I can't eat anymore. I I literally oh, can't. That's, that's too bad. Well, because because they're breakfast. Here's really here's good. the thing. Here's the thing. Most people don't know their taco meat uh-huh. not gluten free. Really? Yeah. Nope. Not gluten free in any way, shape, or form. Even if you got the hard shell taco, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, hard shell or soft shell taco? While we're at the taco conversation. Oh, soft shell. Uh, see, I enjoy them both. And, yeah, I mean, and, I, and the reason why I like a hard shell taco a little bit better is because it doesn't have the capability of getting soggy right away. That's true. That that that's fair. Um, unless, I mean, unless I, it's I, a, a Taco Bell taco, in which case you're just getting like juice upon juice upon juice. But anyway, I digress. Right. right. Now, I do enjoy. I luckily I can enjoy soft shell tacos, corn or flour for you. Corn or what? Corner flour tortillas. Oh, I mean, I do, I do the flour tortilla. Um, I've also done, um, it, which is also really good. I've done wheat tortillas before. <clears throat> Again, cannot do that. <laughs> you want me to die, don't you? No, but I, I'm just saying they're really good. Like, like a whole grain tortilla is actually really good. Surprisingly, 
Moving on, though, Pat, I've got a little bit more on your, on the WTF Wednesday front for you. Are, are you okay. ready to hear um, something even dumber than uh, Bogadas and breakfast tacos? Are you ready? It, does it come from Corrine Jean-Pierre or Joe Biden? No. It comes from a senator from the great state of Hawaii. Oh, boy. Originalism, they, uh, the justices who take that approach go all the way back to our founding fathers and pretend that they know what our founding fathers meant when they drafted the Constitution. I use the word pretend because who the heck would, should, would, would know what our founding fathers meant? Um, is there any reference to AR-15 rifles in our Constitution? No. <clears throat> Is there any reference to abortion in the United States Constitution? No. You want to play that game? Let's play. Also, Pat, isn't it possible, just, just hear me out on this, Pat, that the people who wrote the Constitution of the United States of America and then also had a great debate known as the Federalist Papers, and there was this whole debate about ratifying the Constitution, and then there were years, decades of personal writings and thoughts and pamphlets and news articles. It was it, maybe just maybe there were those things out there. It, 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 am I just being stupid? No, it's it's almost like uh, you um, did this thing in uh, high school that's called uh, study history. Um, to to understand what the uh, founding fathers meant and and what who they the thought. heck knows what the founding fathers meant, right? Because an AR fifteen right. wasn't a thing that they could have imagined at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do you know what else? Um, also, fly. I, I love this argument. I love this argument because, like, let's think about this for a second. You have the right to defend yourself, right? Um, are, now? are guns? <laughs> it's it's finally finally been decided that yeah, that's what the Second Amendment meant. Um. So here's 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 the thing though. Biblically speaking, are guns even mentioned in the Bible? <laughs> no. Why? Because they weren't a thing that was invented. Exactly. So when when we go back and we we're starting to talk about a AR-15 in the Constitution, it's not in there because why? Right. Why is it there no regulation of flight yet. in the Constitution? Why is there no regulation of the railroad in the Constitution? Oh, because it wasn't a freaking thing. I didn't mention cars either. Uh, mm -hmm. We could go down the litany of stupid things to have been ever said by a senator. This is in the oh, top five. Yeah, I was gonna say this. This is gonna be like like the top somewhere. This is the top. This is top five for me. Yeah. This is up there with the. Um, the not the senator, but the the congressman from Georgia who decided to tell us uh, that um, what if the oceans rise in the uh, island Ooh. capsizes? Yeah, oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, <clears throat> on the opposite side of of the insanity, mm -hmm. um, I bring you the insanity of a response. To a senator yesterday during, I believe, the same hearing as Maisie Hirano. 
was at. Watch this, Pat. Holy. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Uh, before, uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Maskey, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my line of questioning. Because so we can't talk about it because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying that trans people exist by asking are you, you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that the, uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think <laughs> so. You're denying that trans people exist. Thank and that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you? Absolutely. Or are they also treated like this? Where no, no, no. They're, they're, told that to they're at opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow. I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot I just know. in this exchange. Absolutely. Extraordinary. Yep. Um, Ms. Matsky, let me ask you something. What? Is it with these individuals and the googly eyes? She has, no, no, it's not googly eyes. That's crazy eyes. Yeah, that's AOC crazy eyes right there. They all have it. it this takes me back to the um, scene in Billy Madison. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> we are all dumber. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. That's but it one. doesn't matter because she doesn't probably believe in God anyway. It doesn't matter. Ooh. Um, what the hell was that? Do you know what I wanted him to do? In, in this, I, I so badly wanted him to ask her, what is a woman? No, I don't, I don't want him to ask that question because uh, I, I get it, right? I get mm -hmm. it. What he should have asked is then, um, what if it's a trans man? Does, does that trans man have to uh, provide for 50% of the woman in this oh, equation? Um, yeah. What do you do with that, right? Let, let, let's follow their idiotic logic. Let's let's go all the way. Let us go absolutely batshit crazy. I'm, follow I mean, their logic to its conclusion because, okay, so this is, we have to treat this trans man, right, as a man. Right. And if legally speaking, <clears throat> then does that person have to, if they were to separate from their spouse or from the, the partner, in which they, they got pregnant from. 
Okay. My question to you as a trans man is then, is that trans man responsible for 50% uh, in child support? Because what's a man? I mean, right. That's the question. That's the question that needs to be asked here. Right. Follow their bullshit logic all the way to its bullshit conclusion and watch the bullshit that comes out of their mouth. Watch her eyes pop out of her head even more than they already were. I mean, this is Ben Shapiro's play stupid games, one stupid prizes kind of scenario. Yes, this is exactly that. Okay, so if, if I'm supposed to believe that, that this individual is a man, right? Mm. Legally speaking, then, that individual, should they separate from their from the individual co-responsible, shall we say, for having that baby, who who's the one with the child support payment? There, there, there were some missed opportunities here from uh, Josh Hawley, that's for sure. Yeah, he he hammered the right point home in this one for me, though. It's wait a second. Yeah, are you saying that that I'm opening them up to violence by asking a simple question about pregnancy? This is insane. But this right. is this is also part of the the thing that uh, we're going to be highlighting next week on Reviving Liberty, which is shining a light. And that's why this was a great example of shining a light. You let them speak and you let them hang themselves. Because the the rest of America looks at that and says, Josh Hawley is not insane. She's insane. But then the other part of shining a light is you have to have something on your side, right? You can't just be, these people are insane. You have to fill the void, fill the vacuum, if you will. That... I, what in the absolute bullshit is that? And, and I hearken back to some of the discussions I had with professors back in 2000, 2004, 2005. This couldn't even have been a thing they would have fathomed at that point. Mm -mm. We're now supposed to believe that we have to accept their denial of reality as reality. So if somebody is paranoid schizophrenic, right, and they're telling us about something that is completely delusional and part of their paranoia, we have to buy into it because it's their reality? Hell no. No. <sighs> But I'm still not done, Pat. I've got one more for you before we get into anything that you have. Are you ready for our good okay. friend, John Bolton? Not Michael Bolton, John Bolton. You ready? We're, wait, we're good friends with John Bolton? Well, when it comes to his personal advantage, the answer is he doesn't listen to anybody else. But I think this it's also important to understand, while nothing Donald Trump did after the election uh, in connection with the, the lie about the election fraud. None of it is defensible. None of it is defensible. Uh, it's also a mistake, as some people have said, including on the committee, the commentators, that somehow this was a carefully planned coup d'etat aimed at the Constitution. That's not the way Donald Trump does things. It's rambling from one half vast idea to another, one plan that falls through and another comes up. That, that's what he was doing. As I say, none of it defensible. But you have to understand the nature of what the problem of Donald Trump is. He's, to use a Star Wars metaphor, a disturbance in the force. 
And it's not an attack on our democracy. It's Donald Trump looking out for Donald Trump. It's a once in a lifetime occurrence. I don't know that I agree with you to be to be uh, fair, with all due respect. Uh, one doesn't have to be brilliant to attempt a coup. Uh, I disagree with that. As somebody who has helped plan coup d'etat, yeah. not here, but, you know, other places, uh, it takes a lot of work. And that's not what he did. It was just. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> just casually. Yeah, I planned some coup d'etats in my day. What? What? What the? How do you? How do you say there was such like casualness? Yeah. Trust me, I know what a coup d'état looks like. Right. What? <laughs> did Did you just admit the the quiet part out loud? That we all knew that the, our country was doing. That this this is the reason why we hate the CIA so much. Because you decided that uh, we're king and queen makers, so to speak. We have become the thing we revolted against. Who? More importantly, Pat, it is also illegal in the United States of America. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of prosecution of people who said things on camera... Hi, you should have been arrested on the damn spot in the studio for right. fomenting revolution in foreign countries. How how do you how do you how is he still walking free? Cause he's John freaking Bolton. I just What what the hell is going on in this country right now? We we have us just just a recap, okay? Just a recap. We have a uh -huh. first lady who doesn't know what a bodega is, and uh -huh. believes that bref breakfast tacos are a thing that that she should be speaking about in in front of a <clears throat> Latino and Latina. Oh, I'm sorry, a Latinx conference. Uh huh. Uh, we have a senator who who can't fathom that the founding fathers wrote a lot about what they meant about the documents that they created uh-huh we have a witness who believes asking questions about whether or not um people who are not actual biological women can get pregnant is uh, -huh. uh is creating and fomenting violence and and uh um suicide that's right josh holly is gonna commit suicide or no well, not commit suicide but josh holly is gonna make other people commit suicide uh -huh. um and, and then we have John Bolton telling us that he was involved in coup d'etats around the world. Not one. One's bad enough. But multiple? What the absolute shit is going on in this country? Please tell me. Please tell me you have something that does not top this. No, I don't have anything that could possibly top any of this. Okay. Do you have something to contribute to WTF Wednesday? <laughs> I do, but not, not, there, there isn't anything that's going to top this. No. All right. All right. Um, well, uh, give it your best shot. Fire away. All righty then. Um, well, we haven't talked about this fella in a while. Oh, no.
our Lord, Savior, <sighs> President Dr. Anthony Fauci is back in the news. Let me guess. Get another booster. Even though I've had all of my boosters, it doesn't protect against infection. And oh, by the way, it doesn't do anything to guarantee whether or not you would or wouldn't go to the hospital. Damn, that's actually pretty close. Um, Mm. Fauci admits that COVID-19 vaccines do not protect overly well against infection. So Um, why would you take a booster? Yeah, so he, he actually said one thing to be clear from the data is that even though vaccines, because of its high degree of transmissibility of the virus, don't protect overly well okay. as it were against Jesus, infection. Jesus, Mary, and bleeping Joseph. <laughs> I, I, for the nine-jillionth time, because something is transmissible, highly transmissible, doesn't mean... We have to freak the ever-loving crap out. You know what else is highly transmissible, by the way? Chicken pox. Mm -hmm. Shingles. You know what else is highly transmissible, by the way? All sorts of STDs. You know what else is highly transmissible, Pat? Influenza. Mm -hmm. The cold. Yep. Oh, um, pink eye. Yep. All sorts of fungal infections, too, by the way. Highly transmissible. I knew this one would set you off. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Just because something can be highly transmissible doesn't mean you need to freak out. The point we should be freaking out at is if, I don't know, of the population is falling dead. That's the point. Or 1% of the population. I'll go that far. That ain't happening. This this is the man who's supposed to know the science, right? No, no, no. He doesn't know. No, no, no. He is the science. science. I'm sorry. He is the science. He is science. I forgot. Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Screw you. Go Mm -hmm. to hell. And furthermore, what are you doing, Fox News? What are you doing? Any sort of supposedly right-leaning network. What are you doing putting this man on the air? He is as illegitimate as it comes when it comes to this topic. He's as illegitimate as O.J. Simpson is to talk about innocent of murder. It's funny that you knew that came from Fox News because I didn't say that. Oh, I saw it. Mm. Oh, yes, I did. Mm -hmm. That that, that story dropped this morning, by the way. Um, Here's another one for you. Not limited to male or female. World Health Organization updating sex definition. And for those curious as to what they're actually updating it to, uh, the WHO is updating their gender mainstream manual to include new wording that states sex is not limited to male or female. The organization said in a news release that it updates a focus in part on going beyond non-binary approaches to gender and health, recognized gender and sexual diversity, 
or the concepts that gender identity exists on a continuum that and or in that sex is not limited to male or female. Now, speaking of that, Pat, um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with a, a WTF of my own here. <clears throat> oh, boy. How woke is your church, Pat? I'm curious. How woke is your church? How woke is my church? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Whatever, uh, however uh, woke or not woke it is, it is not as woke. woke I would like. It is not as woke as the Episcopal Church. Because <clears throat> it is now the Episcopal Church condemned crisis pregnancy centers. But that's not all for your condemning con- condemnation of a crisis pregnancy center. They're also going to throw in for free support of unfettered abortion. Wait a minute. <clears throat> Just wait. Resolved the House of Bishops concurring that the 80th General Convention denounces the work of crisis pregnancy centers, also known as pregnancy resource centers, and be it further resolved that the 80th General Convention apologizes for the the church's previous support of crisis pregnancy centers as detailed in Resolution 1994-D105. And like I said, for free, they're going to throw in the following resolution, resolve the House of Bishops concurring, that the 80th General Convention recognizes that pregnancy and childbirth are dangerous undertakings that risk permanent disability and death for those who bear children. And be it further resolved that the Episcopal Church reaffirms that parenthood, quote, should be initiated only advisedly and in full accord with this understanding of the power to conceive and give birth, which is bestowed by God. And be it further resolved that the Episcopal Church recognizes that access to abortion is a key element in preserving the health, independence, and autonomy of those who can bear children, and be it further resolved that the 80th General Convention affirms that all Episcopalians should be able to access abortion services and birth control with no restriction on movement, autonomy, type, or timing. And be it further resolved that the 80th General Convention understands that the protection of religious liberty extends to all Episcopalians who may need or desire to access, to utilize, to aid others in the procurement of, or to offer abortion services. Abortions for everyone, said Jesus. You th- you thought yesterday's story about the Church of England not knowing what a woman was was bad? I I, I don't even have words for this. <laughs> I, I have no words for this. This is this is Do you uh, actually, even this is demonic? This is demonic. Do you even God? I'm surprised they didn't use the term birth birthing person. Honest to God. I just We're we're at the point here where I have a very serious question. And and this is this goes to 
the church in general. And I'm talking about the Christian church. So Mormons, uh, Catholics, Episcopalians, apparently, Mm. Mm. you know, all of the evangelical Protestant churches out there, all of the non-evangelical Protestant churches, Protestants, Catholics, Christians of all types, sorts, and sizes. Okay. That's what I talk about when I talk about the church. Where's the biblical worldview? Where is it? Uh, do you even Bible, bro? And if you don't, you're not a church. You're a cult taken over by the spirit of the age. This is how infected our society is with the spirit of the age. And of course, we know the spirit of the age is what? The manifestation of the devil. This is the devil's work. It has literally, this isn't, this isn't even a disagreement over theology, right? This isn't a theological difference of should a woman be allowed into the priesthood of the Catholic Church or a theological difference over an interpretation of a Bible verse, right? Or how to regulate mass, right? Or, or whatever. Those are, those are theological and hierarchical and um, internal debates, okay? This isn't even that. This is basic, do you even believe in God type stuff. Do you believe in the words that exist in the Bible? This is as basic of, do you even know what the Bible tells us? This is the sickness of the church. The church doesn't even believe in the words of the Bible. It doesn't believe in a biblical worldview anymore. How woke is your church? This is the answer. And if you don't pay attention, if you don't combat it within your own parish, within your own synagogue, within whatever, if you don't combat it in the pews, if you don't combat it, if you don't stand up to it, because sometimes the answer is not just walking away. Now, if I was an Episcopalian and I've put up with, this is a line in the sand for me, right? This is that red line that you ain't crossing. They could, they've crossed every single one of them today. And, and you're still there. How in you, how do you call yourself a church that believes in Jesus Christ and in God? What part of the Bible, we, you don't get to pick and choose the parts of the Bible that you believe and you don't believe. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. I, I don't know where to go with this. I really don't. We have literal sects of, of Protestant churches deciding that they don't even... they. Their first inclination is not looking at the Bible, right? Their first inclination is to look at politics, is to look woke, is to decide that they want the spirit of the age 
the I'm going to put the finger in the air and whatever the church of me is telling me, I should say, I will say. That is how controlling the spirit of the age has become within the church. That the leadership, the people who are supposed to be the most rooted in God, are rooted in the devil himself. And I'm not joking about that, by the way. I want people to understand that. Because for my faith, at least, Pat, and I'll let you speak to yours in a second here, but for my faith, the devil is real, okay? This isn't something that that is just a metaphor. The spirit of the age is the metaphor, is the, the manifestation of that demonic work. Because we also have to realize that that the reason this infiltration looks the way that it does is because the devil does not care whom he creates chaos amongst. His goal is, guess what? I already know you're going to hell, so I'm going to take as many other people like you as humanly possible with me. And how do I do it? By sowing the seeds of chaos. I want if I'm the devil, to create chaos within society because it is antithetical to the life of God, of Jesus Christ's teachings. And if I can create that chaos within the church, I win if I'm the devil, right? The, if you need any proof ever that the devil is real, it's this shit. And I'm being serious about that. I'll let you speak on that. You know, I I, I tend to agree with, with, with the points that you just laid out about, you know, the church in general and, and encompassing all Christian churches. Um, speaking for, well, not necessarily speaking for, but, but speaking about my faith in particular, I, I think, and I, I could even see this in, in, my own is that that a lot of leaders within my faith have gone more woke than I think that I would like. Um, I look at it, and and especially like like when you look at certain like political issues that back in the day they they would have no problem speaking out against none, but today they seem to be more silent about it. And not to speak is to speak, um, and and so they're more silent about it because they don't want to create stumbling blocks for for certain types of people, and they want to remain inclusive and and try to keep everyone as active as possible in church. Okay, so I, I understand that to a point. Um, however, when Roe versus Wade and the the decision to overturn Roe versus Wade came down, um. I don't know of any statement that my church has made in regards to to that. And they have been staunchly against abortion aside from rape, incest, health to the mother. I mean that that is literally the church policy. And within that policy too, even under like rape and incest, it's still counsel with your bishop, um, pray about it. Uh, we would still encourage you to not necessarily get an abortion, but rather place the baby up for adoption if you 
don't want to be a parent to that child. Um, that that is ultimately the encouragement, but it's not that that is the policy. Um, to this day, to my knowledge, they have not spoken a word, and that to me was highly highly disturbing because that that this is something you should be speaking about. I wanted, I was hopeful that my like my bishop or a member of my bishopric um in in sacrament meeting on sunday would would read a letter or say something in regards to this and to this day it is still never happened uh it hasn't even been a discussion within my own ward and that that also um is concerning no i'm not i'm not saying anything bad about my leaders in my ward or anything like that i mean that that's completely within their purview and on some level, I can understand why they wouldn't, because when I go to church on Sunday, I don't want there to be anything about politics or current events. I want it to be about God and my relationship with God and have that uh, spiritual hospital, if you will, of, of going to church. So I can understand why some faiths aren't doing certain things to a point, but damn it, we, we really need, we really need like like to be speaking from the pulpit about some of these issues that are going on that way we can have hopefully have some kind of uh course correction when it comes to faith church and the modern day world couldn't say it better myself pat um that there's a very serious reckoning that needs to happen within the church a very serious reckoning and I, I don't know if the church is ready for it. I really don't. I don't know if the people are ready for it. And, and that's why when when we talked about and, and started putting the, the skeleton of reviving liberty together, Pat, the very first thing we thought about was rooting ourselves in God. Because as much as we are faithful to our church, right, so our respective churches, we, we you believe in, in the, the Mormon faith, and I believe in the Catholic faith. As much as we have those, those roots, right, it is actually us and our relationship with God, rooting ourselves there, that can help make these changes, right? That can help know that I will not be overtaken with the spirit of the age in my faith, that I will be strong enough to stand up in my own you know, to your to your point, your own ward or in my parish, right? I will speak truth to power. And I will be able to recognize the spirit of the age working within my church. And that's the reason why that was the first step on the path towards reviving liberty. Not just because our founding fathers told us that the roots of God and God's will and God's natural law are the basis and the foundation of the ideal of liberty. It's not because of that. It's because the strength to be able to do the things that they did, the strength to be able to do the things that we need to do to revive, to make liberty active again in our lives, comes from that personal knowledge and rooting in God. Because without it, without that ability to draw on the strength of God in his will being done. The ability to understand that all the things that you might have to endure, all of the things that are going on in this world that you have to sift through and sort through, 
that you can lean on that relationship and that those values, those principles, those things that God, God and God's Son have created for us. It is that ability for yourself, your family, and your community that is the root of everything. And if you are not that root for yourself, you will be rotted too. And I'm not saying that necessarily, you know, go to church or whatever. What I am saying is find a way. Think about God. Think about your relationships. Think about how you interact, how deeply you actually believe in the teachings of the Bible, the teachings, the the biblical worldview of your church. Screw what's happening on the pulpit. Screw what is coming from you know, your pastor or whomever. Pay attention to the biblical worldview that your church is supposed to be giving you. Find yourself, root yourself, pray, do the things that you need to do for yourself. Don't rely on others to hand you your faith for you. And on that note, Pat, your final thoughts on today's episode. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And Bodega Blossom Breakfast Taco. Bodega? Bodega? However you say it. I don't even know how you say it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. The dumbest presidency of all time. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. And as always, Matthew 547. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.